Welcome to the Dr. Sarah Experience podcast show, where we talk with some of the most amazing beings who are currently creating and shaping today's culture. And I'm your host, Dr. Sarah. Andre Beluzzo is an international award-winning Italian fashion photographer who, apart from his commercial work, is constantly touring the world with the desire to inspire and empower other photographers and creatives. He began his photographic career at the age of 16 and went on to work as a photographer and a video producer capturing iconic fashion names such as Linda Evangelista, Christy Turlington, and Naomi Campbell. Andre currently facilitates seminars, lectures, and workshops around the world, empowering photographers and others to choose a more powerful form of creativity and a more authentic sense of self in their photography. So without further ado, I would like to welcome Andre Beluzzo to the show. Andre, I am so excited to have you on the show today. I cannot wait to discover and explore what has yet to be discovered. (laughs) Um, But I'm so excited to have you on. And I do like to start the show with, I wonder what we will discover and what we will explore. So we're, I sense already in that space, but welcome to the show. Sarah, thank you so much. And yeah, what a lovely invitation. And thank you for having me on the show. Uh, well, I'm wondering where, where should we start? Because there's so many directions we can go. Oh God, there's a million. I mean, you know, we haven't known each other that long and already we've been talking about so many different things. And, uh, where would you like to start? Uh, (laughs) Well, you know, what's popping for me is a curiosity to know what your current creation is or your current adventure that you're in the midst of being right now. Well, I have 32, well, actually it's more because I added a few last week, uh, creations going on at the same time. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I'm present with them. Uh, well, not all of them all the time. And I'm going to talk about this in a minute. I'm going to explain in a minute. But I'm present with most of them every single day. And the ones that I'm not present with is because I'm allowing them to have the space to contribute themselves. Wow, what a concept that is. Yeah. Can you, can you I, say a little bit more about that actually? Absolutely, totally. Um, I, first of all, I'm very aware that everything, I mean, since we are energetic beings yeah. and not physical beings, the physical body is just a tiny part of who we actually are. Uh, but, uh, and that is science. I mean, you know, just normal, Everyday science actually says this now. Finally, they got it. Uh, So everything is energy. Everything is made of energy. So I went and looked up the definition of what an entity is. And an entity is actually the definition from the dictionary is a being with energy with or without a body. In other words, everything is energy. Now, the funny thing is that by profession, I'm a photographer, among other things. And the word photography comes from the word photon. And Uh photons are what actually keeps all the molecules together. So, and the the funny thing is that the molecules themselves is 99% emptiness, just nothing, Mm -hmm. energy. So nothing solid. And the photons 
same thing. It's just energy. It's nothing solid. So it's however we see things, however we, we wherever we decided that something is solid, an object is solid, that we actually solidify that. When Amazing. in actual fact, air and uh, a, a brick, you know, uh, are exactly the same. They actually empty. Wow. Okay. So, and um, so that has contributed a lot to what I do and to my creations and all these things. So if a creation or an idea or a picture or whatever it is, a project is an entity as well by this definition that I've just given it, which is actually a non-definition because it could be anything. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then I try and change my perspective to my relationship with my creations. Mm. So, and I treat them as my lovers. So I have wow. many lovers, which are <laughs> which don't have a body, mm-hmm. but they're very beautiful. They're mm-hmm. very kind. They're nurturing. They're caring, as any relationship should be. Yeah. And in a normal relationship in this reality, if you went to your lover and said, "Hey, at the end of the month, I expect you to have X amount of money because we have to pay. I have to pay the bills. I have to do this. So it's your duty to give me that money." How would that end up? Not so good, I don't think. Pretty so heavy. Pretty heavy. So, yeah. So why do we do that with our creations? Mm. And I, I come there from the perspective of a photographer that in, on top of it, also I hold a lot of workshops and seminars and private coaching to photographers and other creatives. And for me, a creative is actually anybody that chooses to create their life. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So not just photographers. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and I see so many of them at so many classes around the world and now online that started becoming a photographer because of a passion that they have, something they're really burning for. So in other words, a lover, a mistress, a, a, love, yeah, a lover, and they end up treating it like a, somebody that owes them money. Wow. And with yeah. this heavy energy of it's a job. I, and that baffles me. And how much of the time does that ruin it for people who are the creatives, who are looking Completely. to bring in things differently? And when you add a, um, a conclusion to it or a like the way you described yeah. it, make it solid when yeah. it's meant to be in this flow of space that how many Absolutely. people end up shutting off their um, creation yeah. in order to do work. And this is, yeah. this is very profound. I have an example that I can give you from yesterday today and yeah. it's related to one of my closest friends mm-hmm. uh who is a genius he's a real he's a creative director and I've, we worked we met through work he was my client oh. he was a, one, one of my biggest clients and and then I brought him in on some other projects not as a client but as a creative director because I saw that every time that we got together and created something it was just an explosion and it allowed me to go beyond anything I could imagine so it's this and I also believe very much in this, uh, um, when you combine energies of different people and who they choose to be, how that can explode. I see that with him. I see that with Amanda, my wife, that, you know, when we co-create, it's just like goes beyond anything that we could, either of us could imagine. And it's this combination of people where there is no competition, there is just contribution, right? So I yeah. saw him, I've seen him through the years we've known each other for a very, very long time. And I've seen him like being the creator and Mm. creative person that he is. And all of a sudden he went into, and and doing it with really like 
true passion, you know, like really burning for it and having fun with it. And all of a sudden he went into the thing of this being a job and him being a slave of his job when in actual fact he was making his job his slave and uh, and he chose to give it all up. So he's actually, he's younger than me and he's retiring and wow. he's leaving, going to back to the UK in just a few days. And, uh, you know, you can't force somebody to see something that they don't want to see including themselves yes and i've tried to tease him many times and like hey maybe this is just a period you know be with it whatever no matter how long it takes and you know i'm maybe you'll come back to it you know and he's just not there because he's not seeing the fun that he could have he's just seeing the job that he's created out of it yes like this linear point of view that how this reality tends to function yeah. Or let's say dysfunction with things. Totally, totally. <laughs> like I totally. like to see. Yeah, um, yeah. But this, what you're tapping into and speaking of that, and and maybe it's like one of those things he'll get it when he gets it, if he gets it. But you're if he gets it exactly, exactly. It. But I love this concept that you brought up about um, co-creation and maybe even this idea of creationship with the things in your world and the people in your world and how really there's no separateness at least that's what i'm oh, aware of it's all kind thank of you for like that totally connected. totally totally and when we talk about not non-separation and uh and oneness this is what i'm talking about it's really if we removed imagine this world imagine this planet without the existence of even the word judgment oh Please. Because yes. all the separation mm -hmm. starts with judgment. Because you're not allowed to have oneness with a person because of this and this and this reason. Yeah. And you're not allowed to co-create because of this and this reason. And most of the time, it's competition. You believe that you're competing with them. And you say that you feel threatened when in actual fact, you're just trying to destroy the possibility that you see because, because well, I don't know why. But we just do it. We tend to do the you versus me kind of yeah. energy where yeah. it's like a conquer and divide or yeah. a uh, comparison or con compare yeah. contrast. But it's how a lot of times I'm aware of at least this reality functions. And um, if we're aware of that, like you are and I am and probably a lot of people watching this podcast is that when we can look at it and perceive it and see the judgment, it's then an invitation for us to maybe ask a question or show up differently or just yeah, be exactly. the difference a lot exactly. of times to counter it. Well, well, thank you for saying that because I mean, I studied this thing called Project Redefined Beauty and, and it's actually talking a lot about that. And uh, it's really what I see, the reason why I created this project is because mm -hmm. I was tired of seeing, especially young people and especially young ladies, mm -hmm judging the crap out of themselves and trying to fit in and not seeing the gift and true beauty that they are that goes way beyond the physical aspect mm. it goes way beyond the the so-called defined success according to this reality and what it has to look like and what it is what they've made so solid and real instead of actually seeing the true gift the, mm. and that for me is the beauty and when I take pictures, regardless whether it's for commercial purposes or my redefined beauty private photo sessions, 
I all of a sudden don't see the physical aspect anymore. I see the being and mm. I invite the being to show up. And most wow. of the time it does. And when I see that, it's just, it's just, it melts everything. It really melts everything. There's no boundaries anymore. And I hear so many people in front of my camera after these sessions, and I'm, I'm not taking credit for that because the only thing that I'm doing is that I'm not judging. I'm just mm. putting my barriers down I have no judgment of me for those few minutes. And God knows that I do judge a crap out of myself a lot of the times. And I'm working on that. <laughs> <laughs> but I at least invite the person in front of the camera not to have any judgment of them or of what they perceive other people are judging uh, of themselves and of the person they have in front of the camera. And when that judgment is dissipated, the true beauty comes up. And I've seen that through so many photographers mm. that either they have a perfect technique, perfect lighting and everything, but the picture is flat, is dead. It just yes. does not say anything. It's just like, I don't want to see it. Yeah. And that's what I actually could. And it's not a judgment. It's an awareness when I say that's an ugly picture. Yes. Right. It's lacking. I, it's lacking yeah. the energy, the flow, the being, yes. the, the yes. everything you described. Exactly. Yeah. And then I see a picture that has no technique, it's completely wrong. It's going against all the rules of photography that I don't yeah. believe in anyway. But it's gorgeous. You know, and, and I had a photographer just a few days ago that sent me a private message on Instagram and mm -hmm. said, hey, according to you, what percentage is important in the technical aspect of photography? Ah. And I said, if I'm being generous, 30% is technique mm. and 70% is pure energy. Wow. Well, that's um, phenomenal. That's phenomenal. And let me just yeah. say real quick, I have to interject for one second. Is yeah. the energy you bring in as being you, even my sense of being with you right now provides even my space of ease and relax and space of me being me. And cool. I could see then how you bring that to others and even just how you are just in the room being it and an invitation for them to join you then when it carries over to your photography as well. But I sense you're natural at this space of being <laughs> yourself, <laughs> especially when you're coming together with another person. And then when it comes to the photography, it almost sounds like then there's, I mean, it's probably beyond what we can even comprehend, but maybe even other elementals contributing and Wow, I, I, I get a read on it, but I don't have words for it. Yeah, thank you so much for the acknowledgement. I mean, the, the thing that I could suggest is that, you know, I discovered something a few years ago when I was in a grumpy mood and I was going through depression and things like that. And I just walked down the street and I saw a person that obviously looked a lot more depressed and down than me. Uh, and it just, I just saw, I really perceived the beauty and the kindness of this person that they couldn't even see and I just I just smiled at them and I didn't say a word I just smiled and and he smiled back at me it was an older gentleman and he smiled back at me and I saw how that smile without a single world a single word actually changed his reality even if it was just for a few minutes it changed his reality so that's the contribution that we can be to others is yes. you don't have to say a word. You don't have to do anything. It's just allowing yourself to be in that space. And I didn't have any judgment of him. No. And that's this judgment-free space. And I sense yeah. that's what you're bringing to all your creations and your art and your photography 
is yeah. that that space where people can access it and you're accessing it and it's less about doing yeah and it's more about being present yeah and and tapping into just that i get like kind of that space wherever you're joining yeah exactly wow. and for me my photography including the commercial because i facilitate my my professional models in this as well wow. and uh the is is basically all i do is inviting them to see them at least a tiny bit of how I see them yeah. or rather how I perceive them. And the physical aspect, you know, the beauty, the body starts contributing as well in the pictures because mm -hmm. it feels that it's not being judged for those few moments and mm -hmm. it's allowing itself to also show the person that has created that body to actually see the, the beauty. So the body also becomes more beautiful in the physical aspect according to this reality. Amazing. Wow. And as you're talking, it's, um, it's like I'm getting a circle back to what you said at the beginning of even as you started talking about your businesses, almost in the same way. Yeah, yeah. For me, there's no separation between all of these things. You know, and we, with Amanda, we create a lot together. She's my manager as well as being my wife and, uh, and my best friend. And, you know, and, and, the, the thing is that she said, she came out to me one day and she said, can we look at all our projects? And already then we had like 20 projects together. <laughs> and she said, can we look at all of them, every single one, and ask us the question, why are we creating this? Mm. And we looked at them and we realized that every single one, including we have two TV shows in production right oh. now, uh -huh. and including those that are commercial TV programs, there's an element of just distilling, injecting consciousness in every single one of them. Wow. An invitation to choose greater, an invitation to choose mm. something beyond what they might be choosing now that is keeping them stuck in not creating what they actually could be creating if they chose it. Phenomenal. And you know what, Andrea, I would love for you to speak further about your awareness your knowing of um, consciousness and that space, the way you just described it. Is there anything that would um, contribute to our listeners just to, and our viewers to just get a little more taste of that? Yeah, it's, I mean, consciousness, basically, we both know that it includes everything and it judges nothing. Yes. So we're going back to the element of judgment that we've been discussing mm -hmm. throughout this call. Yeah. So what I would say to those that are, you know, hearing this, and I'm saying hearing this because maybe not everybody's actually maybe listening but not willing to hear it. Uh. But, those are, <laughs> but those that are willing to hear it, uh -huh. try just even for a few minutes of your day, yeah. have no judgment whatsoever of you yeah. and where you're at right now. So, and I can already hear a lot of people saying, how the hell do I do that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm judging that. the crap out of myself and I know why I'm judging and I have very good reasons to judge the crap out of myself. A judgment well, of the judgment of the judgment. Basically. Exactly. And then you go down a spiral that is endless. Yeah. And photography for me is a gift in that way as well, because when I do these photo sessions, I give every single frame that I shoot. Mm. The only ones that I don't give is the dark ones. Mm -hmm. And that's just for practical reasons, because it would just be clogging up their computer even more. 
But otherwise, the ones with the funny faces, the ones that are, especially the ones that were, they would be judging themselves the most. Mm. And I tell them about this that I'm just about to say. It's like, find one picture in, a, in one of the series that you judge the most. Mm. The one that you would just go, oh, God, I look ugly. Or this is terrible. Yeah. And please spend a few minutes of judging the crap out of it as much as you can. Just judge it, judge it, judge it. Put all the judgment that you can, even the ones that you couldn't think of, just put them in there. Yeah. Okay, then go forward in the series until you find a picture that you truly adore mm. and you're so grateful for it. It's like, wow, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. And show gratitude for that picture for being in existence and then go back to the one that you were judging and show gratitude to it because mm. the one that you just loved would not be existing without the contribution or the one that you just judged. Ah, And wow. that is not just for photography. Yeah. So everything that we go through in our lives that we judge the most or our interest, all our interesting choices, yeah. we actually created them knowing something not cognitively that would actually create greater that everything's a contribution everything is a contribution everything is a contribution beautiful way of describing it and what an exercise to encourage others to do to really just see it from a space of awareness yeah and allowance and really looking at if the even if we go with judgment is being heavy and the judgment of whatever that photo was and this one over here that's lighter in energy in terms of lighter heavy yeah that if that heavy one didn't come in then this other one wouldn't exist would as a light exist. one so no. it's almost like the everything contributes yeah. and we don't always know it and in the moment totally. at the time sometimes it is reflecting back or going yeah Oh, if that didn't come in the way it did, this one have opened up or, yeah. you know, we've had brief conversations about these things already, just in our little short yeah. time of conversating um, exactly. even outside of here. But yeah. it's just when we can look at it as everything is, a, is part of this, that we don't have to separate and divide like we were talking about earlier with the black yeah. and white stuff. Yeah. It's a game changer on so many like yeah. beyond levels. It is. Yeah. Uh, and I have to say something with this because when you're willing to go there, you're opening up uh, a gate mm -hmm. of possibilities. And a lot of those possibilities are challenges for you to go even further in this discovery of who you actually are. Yes. Right? And, wow. and what the universe does in those cases is that it shows up, it brings up everything that is stopping you from creating greater. And that could be perceived as extremely challenging, extremely <laughs> intense. Yeah. And it's very easy in those moments to just back out and go back into your routine. It'd be forget. easy to make it a problem and a yeah. limitation and get yeah. stuck there, even with the person you mentioned earlier, your, yes. your colleague, friend, and exactly. leader. Like if we go into that problem almost mentality, yeah. how limiting that is from these other possibilities that open up absolutely yeah and the one piece of information that i can give here is also that judgment mm. always destroy it destroys everything whenever you're judging something you're destroying all of your creations everything you desire is, is being destroyed by you wow yeah every time you're grateful it's actually a contribution to creating even greater ah uh. and 
the most important piece of information is that judgment and gratitude can never coexist. So which one do you choose? Ah, I wonder. I, I choose wonder. gratitude. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I love that distinction. And, and since we're on the topic of gratitude, do you have some words to describe that even to you, what gratitude is for you or how um, the nuances of that are for you? Gratitude for me is the acknowledgement of a contribution. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And it can be with yourself. You can be grateful for you too. Yeah. And you can be grateful for those so-called interesting choices. Mm. You know, yeah. I have, I had a dark period of my life that I talk a lot about when I was going to kill myself and, you know, I was going through a divorce. I was going through bankruptcies, two bankruptcies. I was going through from going to being very wealthy to being actually in debt and homeless for 24 hours. Uh, uh, and I created all that within the space of two weeks. So that's a kind of potent creation. <laughs> That is a potent creation. Yes. And I did not see, I did not see it that way until uh, I, I, I mean, I was, I had my kid, my son was six mm. years old at the time. So he's actually the only reason why I chose not to kill myself. Mm. And I'm so grateful for him for that as well. Uh, yeah. And, and there you see again, that is acknowledgement of his contribution, even though he did, was not aware of it cognitively, he was being a massive contribution. And for that, I'm, truly grateful for oh. and and while so i made the choice instead of killing myself to go into a mental home mm. and actually begging them to lock me up for my own safety mm. okay so i was locked in there for two months with 13 different very very heavy medicines mm. that were turned me into a zombie basically and it's actually my brother that discovered you know this weird and wacky thing called access consciousness. Mm. Um, and he just gave me a business card. He said, I think this might be something for you. I don't know, but use it or don't. And I booked uh, my first bar session, access bar session. Ah. And it was also a facilitation where the facilitator that's actually a wonderful friend of mine called Moose Erdogan. Mm. Uh, she asked me a few questions and, and she started saying, okay, so let's talk about the bankruptcies are you done with those two companies? And it's like, well, yeah, actually I am. I said, okay, well, that was easy. So can you acknowledge that you might've created these bankruptcies, not cognitively, but energetically, you actually created this. And it's like, okay, so I'm willing to go there, fine. Yeah. And I was still in resistance, you know, I still had to prove my point. Mm. And um, I said, okay, so what about your marriage? I mean, are you done with your marriage? I said, of course I'm not done. We have a kid. I said, I didn't ask you about the kid. Is your <laughs> wife being kind to you? Are you being kind to her? Are you being mm. kind to yourselves? I was like, no, she's judging the crap out of me and I judge the crap out of me and she's judging the crap out of her. It's a lot of judgment. So no, it's not fun. Mm. We haven't had sex for five years, for God's sake. Yeah. And apart from the moment when we actually conceived our son, that was the only thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, actually, it was after because, you know, he was sick. So we were done. We did not have sex for five years. Wow. And, and she says, so can you acknowledge that you're done with that marriage and you actually created this divorce? It's like, no, because I don't want a divorce because of my son. And, you know, I said, okay, so without going in your head and please answer me within a fraction of a second, 
would your son be happier with you guys being divorced? And it's like, yes, but I don't know why I'm saying this. It's like, okay. So. <laughs> and, you know, she, question after question after question, she got me to see that I actually had, she got me to acknowledge mm. that it was all my creation. And in the end, she said, so can you acknowledge how potent a creator of magnitude you actually are? And now that you can acknowledge that, what can you choose to create now? And that for me was like, wow, wow, uh, really seriously, I can actually, I get to create my life. Mm. And, and then I started playing with more of the tools and I didn't have any money, so I couldn't take any more access classes. And I told her, hey, I want more of this. I want to know more, but I can't afford, I don't have a penny. I can't even buy fresh bread. Mm. I was down to that level. Yeah. And she said, you're a photographer. You still have a camera? I said, yeah. We need pictures and videos. Can you do pictures and videos for us? And we do a swap. So I started doing class after class after class. And like, whoa. And I started literally within a couple of months of that first bar session, mm. what I created by asking you shall receive, yeah. my ask of the universe after two years of not traveling anymore and not having any work coming in, it was like, hey, universe, please show me countries that I've never visited before. I love traveling. I've traveled mm. since I was a little baby. And please show me those countries that I've never discovered before. And please allow me to do that by empowering people to actually be able to choose this, what I'm choosing now, and spreading these tools. And please allow me to do that through photography. And just a few weeks later, one the biggest lighting company in photography in the world headhunted me oh. and offered me a position with a lot of money that was just that. It was to travel the world holding massive classes to photographers talking about what I talk about, which is light, which for me talking about light has very little to do with technique. It's so fascinating. It, it's it, there's so much in there that's just like let me acknowledge you for that and thank you so much for thank sharing you. all that and how what i'm hearing too as you were being facilitated and you became in this awareness of really that there is choice in the limitation that you didn't even know was possible and just by going and getting out of what i call like the cognitive thinking where we're in our thought feelings and emotions that tend yeah. to drive us yeah. into that spiral of negativity or anxiety, depression, which us energy beings yeah. don't function from that space. No, you know, the others are okay with it. You know, some of yeah. them. Yeah. Some of them are okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But us no. And no. when you were being facilitated and asked like, boom, to get to right to your knowing. And then there's a sense of like, Oh, a, a new choice universe is available. And now you yeah. have choices. And it was yeah. like, yeah what yeah and you know yeah for me that was like opening up like a massive universe <sighs> and having spent two months in a mental home mm. and seeing a lot of other you know incredible people in there being really tortured because it's, it is a torture it is a torture yeah. it's, it's a prison camp like the worst you can imagine you know i've seen you know here in sweden they still use in some cases mm. electroshock wow. uh, and there was this there was this beautiful girl. I mean, I'm not talking physically, a beautiful being. Yeah. She was an artist. She used to draw. She used to sit on the balcony where we used to sit there and smoke and all looking like cadavers. Mm. And 
feeling sorry and pitiful for ourselves and whatever. And she was sitting there on her, in a corner by herself, drawing, sketching. And she was so talented. Wow. And those times that we got a chance to chat, the conversations were going somewhere else. And, and one day she was, you know, having a fit and, and they, they tied her up with force and violence. And they, yeah, they did electroshock on her, you know, and she was a zombie for the next week. And uh, uh, those things should not be allowed because that is, that is really one of the worst unkindness you can do to another being. Well, and, and that speaks to how, and unfortunately my profession, a lot of times they follow protocols and they follow yeah. these rules and regulations yeah. and or theories to how yeah. you show up to a person rather than yeah. being yeah. present with them yeah. and the empowerment of them. Yeah. Like you were just sitting with her as the greatest gift. Like that could be yeah. given. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. With and, all this you know, other just being in the way of her truth. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I'm so grateful for you, you know, in the profession that you're in, mm. having this perspective, because God, what a, can you please acknowledge the gift that you be with choosing to be that with your profession? Because yeah. I've seen so many people that are not only unconscious, but anti-conscious within the profession. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that in your profession, because the reason why I created Project Redefine Beauty, because the same happens with a camera and not medicine, but with a camera done to people every single day for social media's sake. Yeah. So it's exactly the same thing. It can be located in all professions. You know, it's kind of a dark demonic type of energy that people can not be in kindness and gener- um, generative energy Absolutely. for each other. Absolutely. And- Absolutely. Absolutely. And, okay. you know, it's the, there was one psychologist that I had. I had one psychologist, which was external, which was the first guy that I contacted when I went to the clinic. And then once I was admitted in the clinic, then I would only see him once a week. And then I had an internal one. And there were two completely different things. And then I had the psychiatrist and the psychiatrists, most of them were just, you know, following the protocol and this plus this equals this or give you this medicine. And even though I'm telling you, hey, uh, this does not work for me on my body because I'm I'm a creative person and it's turning me into a zombie. I can't even say my name. Mm -hmm. This does not work for me. You're giving me lithium and lithium is really like putting a blank. Yeah, but blank is good for you. No, no, you're just just killing me. You are killing me, literally killing me. You cannot do this. Mm -mm. I refuse to take lithium and they forced me to take lithium. And I was, you know, this is a torture. This is a torture. Yep. There was this one guy, crazy psychologist. He was amazing. (laughs) And one day he said, and I was starting to get to the stage where I was saying, okay, if you, I feel safe to go outdoors. First, I started with somebody in my company from the clinic. And then I started feeling more safe. And I like, I can have a few hours a day on my own, you know, because I have to get my life back in shape. And Mm -hmm. I think I know how to do this. First, I have to clear some debts and talk to people that I owe money to and uh, then look for in- sources of income streams and whatever. So I, I started to have a little bit of a, you know, being together with it. 
Yeah. And, uh, and then I was, you know, it was my day with the guy outside the clinic and, uh, and he came up with a brilliant idea and I said, do you have just a tiny bit of money? I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can barely pay the rent, but yes. What are you talking, where are you going with this? He said, what would be really fun for you right now? If you could choose one crazy thing that will really put a big smile on your face, what would it be? I was just like, I would love to have a motorbike. Uh. <laughs> and he goes like, do you have a motorbike license? Yeah, I've only got a motorbike license from the UK that I can only ride up to 125cc. So it's not a big bike, but you can have a really fun bike with that wow. and quite cheap. And he said, why don't you go and give yourself a present and get yourself the, your dream bike for what you can afford right now? And just put a, a smile on your face, even if it's for a day and you have to resell the bike. And I'm like, you are a genius. Yeah, truly. <laughs> I went out of it just with this. I came out of that, that session oh. with a big smile on my face. Mm. I went on my phone and started looking for secondhand bikes of that caliber. Wow. And I found one with exactly the amount of money that I had. I spent all my money on that bike. Okay. I went and bought it. And wow. What that created. <sighs> it was like all of a sudden, literally a couple of weeks later, I did another crazy thing, mm -hmm. which was I just got a ping that because I, I was forced to sell my studio in order to pay debt. So I didn't have a studio anymore. Yeah. I was like, if only I had a studio now, I could actually generate a lot of money. Mm, yeah. So I start going online again, looking for a studio without having any money. Now, here in Stockholm, in Sweden in general, if you want to buy a commercial property, well, if you want to rent, if you want to buy it, then of course you need the money, the bank loan or whatever it is. But if you want to rent, it's not just the rent money that you need. It's actually the money to buy the contract, the rental contract. Oh. It's actually illegal to do that. It's a gray area. Yeah. But that's what they do. Uh -huh. And this person was asking the equivalent of $25,000. Mm. Okay. So for me, that figure in those days was like beyond. Yeah. And I see that and I still book a meeting with this person. Mm. It was a famous photographer. She knew about me. I knew about her. And I book a meeting like half an hour later. So I get in my car <laughs> and it was literally, if this is my street, it was a parallel but it's two long streets. So I don't know why I got in my head that it was the other side. So I get in my car to get to the other side of the parallel street. And I drive around and around and, and I end up literally not even 50 meters outside my flat. I could have walked in two minutes. I could have literally walked in two minutes. I come in the studio and it's like, wow, this is beautiful. This is amazing really wow. gorgeous studio and and she says well do you want it you're the first one to see it do you want it and i said <laughs> okay uh first of all i have to really apologize for wasting your time she said you don't like it i said no i love this studio mm -hmm. but i have to be totally honest with you i'm broke i can't give you the twenty five thousand, and i i just don't have that kind of money and thank you for letting me dream for a few minutes but yeah. i'm sorry for wasting your time and she said why don't you want to listen to me? I said, what are you saying? I asked you one simple question. Would you like to have this studio? I'm like, what are you actually saying? I said, <laughs> if you tell me that you want it, I'll book all the other appointments that I have to show the studio and I'll gift it to you. 
The only thing that I need to know is if you have this studio, can you generate the money to pay the next rent, which is $2,000? And $2,000 was a beyond for me in those days. Yeah. And it, I just said, yes, hell yes. <laughs> and I said, good, should we sign the contract? I signed the contract and my, my girlfriend at the time, she was looking, she was with me and she was like, uh, are you sure about this? I said, I don't know why, but yes. Yeah, you just knew. Yes, I just knew. I signed the contract, moved in the studio. The week after I get this massive client, which is where I met my friend that I mentioned before. Oh, yeah. And he gave me right away two days work. And those two days work at $2,000 a day, we're paying for two months rent. Oh my gosh, look at that. And I was doing work for them for many years. Of I was getting at least four days a month. Yeah. And just from that one client that created more clients. You see, and that's what I'm talking about. When you get a ping that doesn't make any sense to anybody, yeah. but it makes so much sense to you and you can't put it in words. You just know that it's light and it makes you, it puts a big smile on your face and it gets you excited and you want to talk about it to everybody. And you'll, even though you know that nobody will get anything out of it, <laughs> they just won't get it but you get it just go you for it. it just it, go but, for it and it even started with the therapist and like to ask yeah what was... it's from the motorbike yeah it's this invitation it's of like are you willing to basically what he said was <sighs> are you willing to bet every, every penny that you have you bet everything on red what is red for you <laughs> it's a motorbike are you willing to put all your money on red and I was like, hell yeah. And that choice mm. led me to making greater choices like getting the studio that led me to other choices, that led me to other choices, that led me to other choices. So every choice creates. And when you're every following in the creates. direction of what's light for you and fun for you and ease for you, if we look at that, it's like where like, and then the universe will have your back in these interesting totally. ways, like and yeah. drop things in at the least time expected. It. It's kind of where yeah. you're just... And that's where I sense, oh, wow, like how the toll, the track shifted and changed. Oh, and God, that yeah. you were open to receiving. That's a huge yes. piece of this. Like that's you never gave piece. in, never gave up, never quit. No. You didn't because no. you knew that this yeah. is available on some level. You just knew. And it's yeah. just like, wow, it's like blowing yeah. me away. I like my throat's getting because <laughs> like, it's so touching, you know, it's like, <laughs> and, and I would like to put a little disclosure here mm -hmm. for everybody listening to this. Yeah. Is that I'm not giving the recipe to the shortcut to the perfect life. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is not what this is. No, because when you make those choices, all the stuff that, is stopping you from creating all of this and much more that you can't even conceive right now yeah. is being presented to you in form mm -hmm. of insanity, in form of problems, in form of in different shapes and forms. And even and, people who wanted to limit yes. you with even yes. these things that were coming in. Like, yes. Yeah. Everything shows up. Mm -hmm. Everything and shows then the up. Ugly. And then, yeah. And, you know, when Amanda and I, got married we mm. the funny thing is that we the vows that we said to each other were actually identical uh <laughs> in in certain parts and this, the certain parts that were identical was 
I will choose you again and again and again through the good, the bad, the ugly, and the crazy. <laughs> you know? And this is, and what we do every day is that we literally destroy and create our relationship with ourselves, with each other, with everybody in our lives and our businesses, and not in order to destroy it, but in order to choose it again mm. as a fresh one, as a new one. And uh, um, yeah. That's and, really, it's beautiful and beyond. And I get like the sense of now where you're functioning from is a space of like what I just talked about being recently and being things and being the space and being, it's kind of from this point on like this, rather than yeah. it being like the linear point of view we talked about earlier. So yeah, totally. when you're showing up and being in the kind of this way with everything, then it's just choice and possibilities and yeah. questions and clearing totally. rather than everything kind of taking you down and out. Yeah. Totally. And it's a choice to show up every day and create that. Yeah. yeah. So totally. I love that you're acknowledging too, like, it's not like, um, we'll call it like Pollyanna, or it's not like a, a positive or negative. You're talking about choice creates choice over and over and yeah. something's coming heavy and then you choose again and then you choose yeah. again, but you yeah. are, you're in the movement and flow of being the energy yeah. that you are using for all of this. It's, yeah. I love this conversation, Andre. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and the other one thing is that about eight, nine months ago, I made an interesting choice and it was actually made consciously mm. and it led me to choose something that was very interesting ah. that was actually that had the potential of destroying everything that I was that I wanted to create when in actual fact I made that choice thinking that it would create greater what I actually know today is that it did create greater ah wow and I went into judging the crap out of me for a couple of hours, maybe when the shit hit the fan, basically. Mm-hmm. And for having chosen this, oh, but wow, uh, did I, why did I choose that thinking that it would create when, you know, and it was also a misunderstanding of certain words and definitions and whatever in terms of, of honoring and trust and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um and when I got over that point of view of, you know, having to judge myself for that and going like, okay, so interesting. I chose that, but I actually did choose it, not trying to destroy. I actually chose it trying to create. I was missing some vital pieces of information. So I'm actually not guilty of anything. Yes, I fucked up. Yeah. Okay, I, fuck, I really seriously fucked up. So yeah. how can, what can I do to repair the damage done? Mm. More than that, I can't do. And allow the universe to show what else is possible, really. Yeah. And, and uh, it was really challenging because it was, and it was related to Amanda, my wife. Uh. And uh, it could have very easily led to a divorce and I would not have blamed her uh-huh. a bit yeah and she dis- you know she basically left home and I was like okay well I can't have her leaving home so I'll leave home instead so she can go home so I went somewhere else I went to my brother-in-law that wasn't using the flat I just called and said hey can I be at your place I have the keys so he said yeah feel free go so I went there 
And then Amanda texted me and she said, hey, I'm willing to, and she was just turning down my calls and whatever. And, uh, and then she texted me, she says, I'm willing to have lunch with you tomorrow if you are willing to step out of judging yourself. Uh, and I was like, I am so ready to, do, to have this conversation because I'm not judging myself a bit. Mm. I was for a couple of hours, but I'm not anymore. So I'm more than willing to have this conversation with you. And instead of having lunch, which is a little bit, you know, sad or whatever, why don't we just pick our favorite restaurant and book a table there and have dinner and see, you know, without any expectations. It was one of the most beautiful dinners I've ever had, really, not just with her, but in general. Mm. And what that created was a lot. And the thing with that was that where I'm getting with this is that with me making that choice, it was actually, I'm being extremely vulnerable here because I've never spoken about this openly before. And I'm not going to go into details because it's unnecessary. But yeah. I basically had a point of view about bodies mm. and about how we judge so much with our bodies that are still keeping us from really have oneness with everybody Mm. okay and the one little thing that i did not hear or maybe i was not willing to hear because maybe i was also aware that it would create what it has created until now and still creating is that it started putting me in the question more and more and more and more of what is actually possible but the one thing that i was missing is the part of honoring ah yeah and and honoring, I thought, was one thing when honoring, in actual fact, is not to treat a person with disregard. Wow, what words, an awareness. Yeah, yeah. And I'm it's getting... not, what I was hearing about honoring yeah. was that if, you know, uh, if, uh, I'll give you an example. In my previous marriage, I told you I went five years without any sex. Mm-hmm. And after three of these years, I actually had a mistress uh-huh. and I had that was a choice because and that was for honoring me and my body because yeah. my wife my ex-wife did not want to have sex she was just not interested she just was done and whatever yeah. and I was like well I'm I'm willing to fight for the marriage but I'm not willing to sacrifice my body and dishonor my body and yeah. so I was doing that and it was not a nice space to be in mm. and in that case what it you know, and maybe it would have created greater, but I can get the thing of like not telling somebody or they're not willing to hear. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing that I could hear in those moments. Yeah. But what I was not looking at is like, well, what is this actually creating in the relationship? And I'm actually dishonoring my wife, which I was. Mm-hmm. But so what that choice created, and I'm, not suggesting that you know people should do this just because I said it, mm-hmm. uh, because my path is my path, it's not anybody else's path. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it opened up to the universe a, 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 a thing of me saying, I want to know more. I want to have more oneness, but in the real sense, but I want to also have more honoring and I want to have more of me and I want Amanda to have more of her. And how can it, does it get any better than this? 
This is my little doggy that you hear, and oh. you have to bring him a camera. I hear him. Yeah, oh. he's the little boy. Oh my yes. gosh! He's such a gift. Oh, I love puppy <laughs> yeah. time. Anytime it yeah. shows up. Oh. Yeah, this is our baby. Hi, baby. Oh. I love you too. I love oh, you too. So sweet. I love and, how uh, animals <laughs> contribute too. Right oh, in the right God, moment. Yes. Yeah. Talk about honoring. Right moment. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Wow. And um, and it's so it's created a lot, and but also it's the universe saying, "Are you really ready for this?" Mm. And me going, "Yes, I'm ready." So bring it on. I've gone through a storm, and instead of saying, "How does it get any better?" And I was like, "Could it be any worse than this?" Mm. No. And the universe goes like, "Well, there's kind of quite a lot of crap that is there that you're not willing to look at. Let yeah. me put some of it your way." and see if you're willing to let it go. Mm. So from that period onwards, Amanda actually asked for a divorce three mm -hmm. times in total, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? And I would, sorry, there oh. you go, there you go. <laughs> and I actually would not have blamed her. And one, the first time that she asked for the divorce, I was or actually the second time, uh, I told her, I said, you know what? I just got one thing. If I were in your shoes, I would actually want to divorce me. And actually right now, I would love to divorce myself. You know why? Because I have not been me for a long time. And what yeah. you saw in me and what I saw in me and my greatness that I can acknowledge and whatever is not being there. And I'm so fucking unattractive mm -hmm. right now. And it's not a judgment, it's an awareness because I'm being attracted because I'm judging the crap out of me. And I'm trying to fit into your universe. I'm trying to please you at any cost. And I'm just like, wow, a really meaningless piece of shit right now. Well, so and, and I don't blame I'm hearing too is when you're, as you were going along and then when she got to the point too about bringing up the judging of you and all that, like the judgment is almost the counter to blocking you from the honoring yeah. And as that judgment started coming through and you both of you didn't judge the judgment of whatever was coming in and like yeah. an invitation to each other to like, what's it going to take yeah. to clear this judgment? And it's really the judgment, like you said earlier, that was blocking and yeah, continued exactly. to block in whatever form it was coming in. So Absolutely. I just want to acknowledge Absolutely. that as we're going here. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for bringing me here, for allowing me to go there. And oh. the thing I'm so grateful for Amanda as well, for, be, for having so much allowance and patience, especially with me, because I am not easy. When I'm in a funky mood, I'm in a funky mood and I go all the way. I do it so well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what would it take for me to choose something else eventually? <laughs> and, uh, and I actually had um, uh, um, on Brendan... Uh, what's uh, called our series right now um, and uh, and he, I asked a question in, in, in this series during one of the calls and and he said well you're not willing to go all the way you're not willing to go through whatever it takes and I said are you kidding me I've gone through you know I've told you I've called you to facilitate me on this so you know all the the details so mm -hmm. you know that I've chosen to go through whatever it takes so don't give me that and he said yeah, I'll give you that. You're willing to go through everything. Are you willing to go through the tsunamis, the storms and everything? And the other thing is that you do it with a rope of shit tied around your neck called the judgment of you. Mm. 
Wow. And once, and you're willing to lose everything and anyone, including Amanda, including your business, including yourself, you're willing to lose it all, but you're not willing to let go of judgment. Oh, wow. And I was like. Mic drop. <laughs> mic drop. Mic drop. Mic drop. As my jaw drops because it's, <laughs> it is spot on. Like the one thing that we tend to, especially those of us, if we call it humanoids or humans, I use that, you know, in all the work I do and whatever talk about on the show, is that um, that's the one thing we tend to do to ourselves better than anything else, unless we're willing to go there and change it. And I wonder too, now that you're at a space like no more, and it's almost like, who does it belong to anyways? It doesn't even sound like yours. (laughs) No, it's not even mine. It's not even mine. (laughs) It's not even mine. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. I mean, the, the funny thing is that Brendan's call is actually called No More Hiding Again, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of appropriate considering where I'm at right now in my well, life. Well, he's showing up to facilitate that. <laughs> Certainly sounds like it. Wow. That's wow. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and yeah, it gets, it gets intense, and you really have to be willing to really look at all of it and I was hiding this thing of judging me so well so well and the more it gives it hiding it is the charge to it because that is then how we're taught to function in this reality to do secrets or be covert in what we're supposed to say rather than oh okay so actually seeing it clearly diffuses it even by thanking judgment for being there and giving an interesting point of view you can actually, as we know, make more money and more energy flow to it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but sometimes it comes in disguises or it's been there, you know, for different periods where it's just like this trigger that comes in and yeah. when you least expect it with an opportunity. I love looking at it, it's like now when that heavy comes in like this, it's as simple as allowing it to come up and let it yeah. pop and burst and yeah. hot and pock or whatever you use to clear it that it's now available on a level it's never been available before. Absolutely. absolutely and you and Amanda absolutely. are willing to be that for each other in a way that's just like so phenomenal, amazing and beautiful. I just don't even have the words for it. It's just like, wow. I'm, well, I mean, I'm just so grateful for her for being willing to, to be that space wow. with me. And also the thing that of choosing more for herself. Yes. The, the second time she divorced me, she was like, hey, you know what? All these co-creations that we have, for me, it's you're the source of all of them. And I want to find out what it's like to create for me. And I was like, well, go and create. I'm not stopping you. Just go. Well, that's that's and, like what's right about this we're not getting was an invitation yeah. for her to step into her own even greater. Yes, exactly. Oh, and, wow. and, and, uh, and I said, but just for your information, I appreciate you saying this and, you know, that's your point of view. And I also have to say that it's not my point of view at all, because the way that I'm going with our co-creations is that I would never in a million years could have created any of these without Mm -hmm. you. And it's really Mm -hmm. co-creations. It's not, I'm not the source. Yeah. We are the source. It's when we put the two of us together that we create all of this. And that's just, well, some of them, for me, are no fun anymore. I said, cool, let them go. Yeah. But don't let go of everything because of one thing or a few things or whatever. Mm. And don't let go of everything because you want to create your life. Yeah, create your life. I'm here. Can, how can I contribute? 
it's an invitation for more to come in and come together yeah. rather than an, again this linear point of view of how we're taught but if it's this then you have to get rid of this or that yeah. one or the other and it's like not exactly one. and and i was freaking out because mm -hmm. she was still in this thing you know because it was a conversation that started in the middle of the night we should have actually gone to sleep and we didn't uh -huh. and and i asked a question i said hey I, are you done with us mm. and she said i don't know yeah. And this whole conversation started. And, you know, mm. and me saying to her, but just go and create. And if I can contribute in any way, I'm here. Wow. But just go and create. But at the same time, I was going like, well, yeah, of course I wanted to create and succeed in her things. But fuck, all of these 20 plus co-creations that we had at the time, now we have 32 plus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, how the hell am I going to deal with all of these on my own and I actually said that and she said I'm not even if we divorce I'm not disappearing maybe it might be a transition period where I'm you know allowing for you to work it out with other people coming in or whatever I'm not just dumping the whole thing on you so I'm not going to be unkind with it but I really have to create my life wow and what that created now is that she is creating her life and we Literally, we have a whiteboard with all of our creations by name. Uh -huh. uh, then we go and look at them, asking them who wants to play and who needs our contribution and who wants mm. to contribute to us. And, and we said, okay, let's look at the whiteboard and let's go through all of it. And we have to say, this is for me or this is not for me. And we have to be with that. Yeah. And when we went through it, it was so obvious to both of us that some things are just mine and some things are just hers. And that's fine. I said, okay, fine. I'll take those parts. They're mine. They're yeah. fine. You don't have it. You don't even have to hear about it. I'll fill you in just as, you know, entertainment purpose or whatever. But yeah. that's it. Those are my, my things. And those are your things. And let's create more. What else is possible? And you know what's and, amazing about that is that, and this speaks to our truths of who we are as yeah, beings, that yeah. we're our own being that a lot of times requires so much space. Like I know for yeah. me, I just require... Like, yeah. uh, you know, so much. Yeah. And yeah. the other being that we're choosing to be in a space with also likely if we're choosing a conscious being <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that type of space as well. And yeah. so when you're having to be the space and then come together and create greater together as beings, that's a lot going on all at one time <laughs> yep. Just saying, you know, to like almost be able to look at like oh we can be our own beings come together yeah. be in the space together and then create greater in the world together yeah. as the world at large like absolutely what a absolutely. beautiful what a beautiful conversation that is that the two of you have come into too oh, i'm so grateful for this conversation that is ongoing and yeah. it has its rough moments because yeah. I mean I was in Brendan's COP at the castle a few a few weeks ago and I asked her a couple of questions there you know and uh, the one question that uh, the one thing that it brought up is that and I I was not willing to even think of that mm. and I, we got there through questions that Brendan asked me and it was I actually use control I love controlling Amanda. Uh -huh. And when he said it, he said, what is, what is the value of you controlling Amanda? I said, Amanda is the last person on earth that I want to control. Mm. And he said, is it? And I was like, yeah, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and he said, 
well, are you willing to be vulnerable mm. and really stop hiding with this? And she said, well, okay, so what's control for you? And I said, well, yeah, control is being in control of the situation. And if I can control the situation, I can actually prove how wrong I am. Ah, which ties back to the judgment. Yeah. I was getting the judgment somewhere in there too. Yeah. Like, but how those like coexist. Yeah, it's because I mean, if I manage to prove to the whole world that I'm a piece of shit, yeah. then I prove to them that I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I'm right. That's my righteousness. Ah, that you're wrong. You're right that you're That's wrong. That's my righteousness. I'm yes. right. Then. I proved you right that I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm laughing on the truth. Not I'm not laughing at it <laughs> because it's so like yeah. profound and yet like, it's like boom, right there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So the whole thing that I asked for from the universe yeah. about removing all judgment where I thought it would go somewhere. And I also said at that point, I was saying, I don't know what this looks like. Mm -hmm. If you ask me what a world without judgment with bodies look like, I don't have a fucking clue. Mm. And now then came all the pieces of like, okay, honoring has to be a part of it, you know, of you and honoring. If you have a partner, you have to honor your partner. Mm -hmm. Don't be a a douchebag and treat them with disregard. Because mm-hmm. that is unkindness. Yeah. And so when you put all those pieces together and then, okay, so that is done. Okay, fine. I get that now. And then the thing that is still there that I'm working with is like this self-judgment thing that keeps coming back. And it's like, and it takes a, a millisecond yeah. to go straight back into this downward uh, spiral. And you know what I'm getting as you're saying that it's kind of the engine beneath what all that was that you've been clearing. And now that that judgment used to be that the fuel for that. But yeah. now that you're aware of the function of the, the judgment, yeah. I sense it actually won't stand a chance to be like, ah, oh, because you got no, the, I mean, after, like after the this, refined judgment underneath everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for saying that. And right after the call and Amanda was on the call as well. And I called her and I was laughing my head off. And I was like, hey, babes, you know, next time I do mental masturbation, (laughs) if you're in Mexico like you are now, just tell me to go and masturbate. And if you're in front of me, just, you know, be so such an invitation to go and have sex right away. And just tell me, you know, it's much more fun to either go masturbate or have sex than Uh doing mental masturbation. (laughs) It's like... Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Cause that's perfect. It gets what you're, we're getting at. And this is like a really deep conversation. First of all, let me thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing this. And this is such a contribution, not only to me, but to the listeners, to the world, like in a way that's like so deep and profound, but when we're actually tuning into this, exactly what this judgment is, it's really not what it appears to be. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it actually is posing as a way to protect you in a way that isn't protecting and it puts you in a position that you're not even uh, like a weird negative, like uh, superiority that's not even you yeah. because, yeah. but it was a way to protect almost from yes. something going bad or it's like a fallback. But, and yeah. so now that that's no longer there and you're like, oh, you add almost humor, like the yeah. mental masturbation to it. It's like, yeah. oh, well, that's just. It's like shoo shoo little judgmental fly of whatever. Exactly, exactly. And the light and through, is around and, it. 
Yeah, and the thing with this judgment is that, you know, when I'm talking about the downward uh, spiral, yeah. they please even more judgment is, is uh, for me, the way it was manifesting was that I go into judging me and I immediately create a scenario because as a photographer and film director and whatever, I could create a scenario in a split second. Yeah, just say two words and I have the whole scenario in front of you. <laughs> Have the whole script, you know, the whole cast and special effects and everything. Perfect for Hollywood. Perfect. Perfect for Hollywood. Uh And I create the Hollywood in my head (laughs) of all these things. And it's actually creating, you know, when you choose this, you're actually choosing more awareness. Mm. Except that I thought that I was aware of certain things Mm -hmm. that were actually starting what those things that I thought it was were creating all these movies in my head. (sighs) Yeah. And it was actually not actually mine. And it was not actually real and solid. It was movies with awareness of what was going on in other people's worlds wow. around me. Yes. And the whole thing is like, you know, me trying to destroy my life and myself. And like Brendan put it, being willing to lose everything that I have, including Amanda just to prove what a piece of shit I am, i.e. my judgment. So that I'm not willing to let go, but I'm willing to lose everything else. Yeah. And uh, it and, just brought it in in a way that you weren't, that yeah. you can see it clearly now too. Exactly. Like, and now it's just so, yeah. wow, it was one big script that wasn't even yeah. your, it wasn't your even mine. play. No, it wasn't even my play. It's plays that I'm aware are going on in other people's heads. Yes. And all of a sudden, immediately I was like, oh, wow. Okay, so he's going in that person's head and that person's head. And then I was like, hold on a second. That is so much of a conclusion. That is yeah. so much of a conclusion because I'm making that person an asshole. Mm-hmm. So I'm judging again. I'm using judgment again. It's a sneaky way to go straight back into judgment. It is a sneaky way. And not of me. <laughs> I will judge that person for being an asshole. Just so that I can judge myself for being a judgmental asshole. How about that? Wow. Well, if we look at it that way, it's actually brilliant, but not in a way that's necessarily light for you. (laughs) But it's brilliant awareness. But that judgment is so sneaky, how it moves around to like almost bring it in. But you're now, I sense the cameraman. Oh, look at this. Observing. The, the, um, the television show of uh, reality television show of insanity of whatever was coming in. Yeah. And now you're no longer in it the way you were. And it's just, it shifts every time probably that yeah. you're clearing it now. And really it's, and you, again, you were willing to be open to receiving and not give in, not give up and never quit. Like this yeah. is a testament to yeah. you. And I, I sense in all these parts then move according to as you shift it to of course as we do but i just want to acknowledge that it's really coming yeah and the thing with me or with all of this now is that i'm not you know again once again this is i have not got the perfect recipe for the perfect life yeah because there is no such thing and for Mm -hmm. me life is a great adventure and i wonder what the universe is going to show me more of Uh and i just ask for more ease and less Mexican telenovelas yeah. <laughs> uh, and if there's any TV station out there in Latin America oh. I think I could be the best director of the worst telenovelas ever oh. I can write them all because You'd I wrote them with scripts. my life plenty I can be the 
I've got plenty of scripts. I, I can even be watch. the lead. I can have the lead role in a flash, <laughs> in a heartbeat. I live that role. Well, the difference though this time is you'd make money doing it. You know, exactly. you make money from it at least. You know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. I am like blown away by our conversation and just the contribution that you be and everything that we tapped into today. And, and it, again, it's like being living consciously is this, this is about choosing and navigating it and, and talking about having these conversations. It's, I'm just really grateful for you, Andre. So thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. Grateful for you and for having me here for asking these questions and for having this conversation. Uh, well, thank you, so you know, much. And it's our uh, space has flown by, I'll say time, but we don't really resonate in time. No. I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder, I wonder what else is possible. And I'm so Indeed. excited to hear what your adventures will be and discover that and where people can see you and your wonderful spaces of um, actualization of creations. So I uh, encourage people to check all your stuff out and be, be cool. with that and I'm just very excited by what that could create too for you. Thank you, Sarah. And I wonder what we can create together. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, how I, can we contribute to each other? Uh, I love that. Yeah. And I'm yeah. definitely open to the possibilities and absolutely. We'll definitely absolutely. have to explore what that is. And, yeah. you know, as we finish up the show, is there anything that you would like maybe for everyone to go with or just a little? something that would be a contribution for them to receive and be with as we finish? Just the thing that comes up is just be kind to you. Mm. You know, and if you have a hard time imagining what being kind to you is or looks like, imagine your favorite person in the world. Yeah. And imagine going on a date with that person mm. and taking them to their favorite place and buying their favorite food and the favorite drinks and the favorite spot with the favorite music and that yumminess that you would like to gift to somebody, yeah. except that you would actually gift it to you mm. and just go on a date with yourself. Oh, I love that. I'm just, that. I'm receiving that as you're saying it. And there's just like an ease. And I love that description of the kindness of you. And that's just yeah. really a beautiful way to bring full circle of everything we've been talking about. Yeah, and if you can do that, I was, you know, if you can, I was, I went through a long period and I still do them once in a while and I would actually like to choose more, more of them. Yeah. But I went through a whole period where I was having, literally I was having three dates with myself a week. Oh. And uh, it was not set times, but it was, and it was not set dates, but it was the amount of days a week that I was very strict on. Yeah. And I was like, like you would do with, you know, a person that you just met that you're in love with or whatever, and you just want to go on a date with this person. So you call them like, hey, you want to go on a date? Should you go on a date? Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? You know, um, and be this yummy invitation. And I was doing that with me. And it was really like, so, okay, so what would my body enjoy right now? Uh, and oh, I would I go there, put my, switch off my phone and just enjoy the space of me and being grateful for for my choices and my body and yeah this planet wow and how much that will contribute to then everything you're being and creating in the world and just being with you in that way 
you become an invitation to a lot of other people mm. and life becomes life literally becomes a lot funnier more yeah. beautiful more enjoyable mm. and more creative more expansive and more productive wow no words thank you andre <laughs> so much i'm so grateful you, for Sarah. you grateful so grateful for, you, for you being here and everything you're choosing and being and i look forward to more thank you me too me too. <laughs> All right. Well, you take care and we'll see Thank you again you. soon. See you again soon. Okay. Bye. 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 Thank you for being with us today. And be sure to join us next time for more conversations and insights into some of your favorite influencers. Now don't forget to join me, Dr. Sarah, anywhere I'm on social media. And always, always, always remember that I have your back.